This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to episode 153 of This is the G Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on? I know I'm all happy and everybody else is happy, especially Mr. Harvey, because Harold Michael Harvey, you're a baseball fan. You're, of course, baseball fan, right? Definitely. Let me let me right. make sure you're, you're a baseball fan. Harold Michael Harvey's here today. And Houston won last night. But what really, you know, I could care less about Houston winning. You know, that doesn't really matter to me at all. What matters to me is Dusty Baker. I got to give it up for Dusty Baker because he is, uh, he has become uh, the oldest first uh, manager to ever win a World Series. But the other thing is, if you're an Atlanta Braves fan, if you grew up watching the Atlanta Braves, uh, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, that's where he started his career because I grew up watching him. I know him as a Brave. Yeah, he started. Uh, he came into the game at age of 19. Mm. He's now 73 years old, but he started as a 19 year old rookie, batting uh, fourth behind Henry uh, Aaron. Yes. And uh, if you ever notice in those clips where where Henry Aaron hits the 700 and um, 14th home run, I think it was that broke. Babe Ruth record. Dusty Baker is a guy on the on deck circle who stood up and you know raised his hands in the air. He knew it was gone. Yep. Uh, so uh, you know, he played left field um, somewhere in I, I guess seventy seven to seventy eight. The Braves traded him off to the Dodgers. He won a World Series with the Dodgers, um, I believe, two as a player. Uh, ended his career uh, playing for the San Francisco Giants. Then he got into uh, coaching. And, and managing um, uh, baseball. He, without a doubt, growing up in Atlanta, if you were an Atlanta Braves fan, you know, you couldn't, I mean, he was a big part of the the Atlanta Braves organization. So seeing him win his first as a coach, uh, really, you know, I got to give it up to him and and congratulate him. So appreciate that, Mr. Harvey. Uh, You know, definitely thank you for the history. And and, and we're going to come back to you in a minute because we got to talk about the midterms, get your predictions and a couple of other things. But again, this is the G podcast. Every week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only she is here. Y'all, y'all give it up for Tanya B. Yeah. 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 Tanya She's B. here. So what's up with the, uh, what's up with the bird wire? Give us a little. Bird uh, wire. Oh, you know, this past week we did our last tribute to the movies of 1997. I said that we did the best with soul food and love Jones, the worst with Babs and booty call, but there were some classic lines and some really classic music from that movie as well. And so we've kind of finished with that next week. We're back to business as usual. And um, we're going to uh, get back into uh, the segment of who sample that where I teach people about music and who sample this record and, who took it and, you know, flipped it and dipped it and tried to make it sound new. And so that's what we're doing here and just really supporting independent artists. So good stuff. Good stuff. And, and also don't forget yeah. uh, the current episode of the bird wire is at castropolis.net. Uh, if you go there now, it uh, the current episode is up and uh, you know, for this week and uh, we'll, we change out that episode every single, you know, every for new, every new episode. So definitely check that out. Appreciate you, Tanya B. And also, he is here, the country commentator. You win some, you lose some, bro. You win some, you lose some. Y'all give it up to the dogs for the jo- at, at least to the Georgia Bulldogs. Your Bulldogs won, but your Falcons fell short. But <laughs> they won too. The Falcons won too. Okay, what they win? A, a draft pick. There you go. That I knew you were going to say it. That get in that quarterback. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. But y'all give it up for yeah, the country yeah. commentator vibes in the building, the pride of Mary Persons High School. Any any big takeaway from the weekend? One big takeaway that you saw this weekend, Vi? The Bulldog defense ain't no joke. No joke. No joke. And yeah. the Falcons have a good – I think the Falcons got a pretty good coach this year. Yeah, good coach. Uh, could- could the Bulldogs join the Falcons and t- teach them about defense, or is that not possible? Are these college kids no, playing better no, no, no. than the Falcons? I'm just the saying. The Falcons defense actually did their job. The offense let them down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know what? They were not favored to win. So, your bookie, if you <laughs> your bookie was right. I'll leave it at that. He was right. <laughs> 
if you're into that, exactly. you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. Boogie, right, right. If you bookie, listen to your bookie, you're okay. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike. I uh, got a lot of serious stuff to talk about, man, and and uh, definitely the midterm elections. That's why, why the one and only Harold Michael Harvey is here and a few other things, but definitely want to get his opinion. And here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The final Atlanta Journal-Constitution midterm poll is out, and it shows Brian Kemp ahead of Stacey Abrams, 51 to 44 percent. 2% of those polled are backing libertarian Shane Hazel. In the Senate race, Herschel Walker has a slight lead over Raphael Warnock. Walker is at 46 percent, and Warnock is at 45 percent, within the margin of error. Monday, the nation's conservative Supreme Court justices appeared open to ending decades of precedent again, this time challenging affirmative action and race-conscious admission decisions at colleges and universities. Chief Justice John Roberts. I don't see how you can say that the program will ever end. Your position is that race matters because it's necessary for diversity, which is necessary for the sort of education you want. It's not going to stop mattering. Roberts responding to arguments. This is a case involving the policies at Harvard College and the University of North Carolina. Both permit admissions offices to consider the race of applicants as one of many factors that help decide who will be accepted. Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson defended the programs. What I think you're saying is that people have to mask their identities when they come into contact with the admissions office just on the basis of their difference. A decision is likely next year. Authorities in Houston have confirmed that hip-hop artist Takeoff was killed in an early morning shooting outside of a Houston bowling alley. Takeoff, whose real name is Kershnick Ball, was a member of the popular Georgia group Migos. He was 28 years old. Police were told there was a private party taking place prior to the shooting. The man accused of seriously injuring House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer has pleaded not guilty. He's being held without bail. Also, there have been a ton of false rumors about the case all over the Internet. D.A. Brooke Jenkins condemned the rumors. This case uh, is vulnerable to misinformation. We are seeing it spread across all platforms at this point. Um, We need to make sure that the record is clear uh, what happened in this situation for all parties. The gunman who killed 17 people in the 2018 Parkland, Florida shooting was sentenced to life in prison without parole Wednesday. The judge imposed the sentence because the jury could not unanimously agree on the issue of the death penalty for Nicholas Cruz. Former President Trump has filed a lawsuit against New York State Attorney General Letitia James over what he claims is a relentless, pernicious, public and unapologetic crusade against him. It's a response to her recent civil lawsuit against the former president and three of his adult children. Following a ton of pressure, New Jersey Nets point guard Kyrie Irving finally released an apology for a social media post about a documentary seen by many as anti-Semitic. But earlier Thursday, he said, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. After that, the Nets suspended Irving for at least five games without pay for his failure to disavow anti-Semitism. The team said Irving would be suspended, quote, until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct. Again, he released an apology Thursday night. All right, y'all. Uh, again, this is the G Podcast, episode 153. And and it is, we're only a few days away from midterms. And just a couple of things, because we are a Georgia-based podcast. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, folks have an idea of how uh, early voting went. And we had close to 2.3 million ballots, almost, I think, 2.4, over 2.4, possibly 2.5 uh, as of today, as we tape. Uh, 1.3 million, possibly up to 1.5 million were actually white. 657,000 were black. 40,000 Hispanic voters voted. And these are early votes again. Um, Of all those, 55% were women. 45% were men. Uh, The largest age group, 55% was 50 to 75. Again, we had older voters. Uh, The county with the largest percentage was Towns County up north at 48 percent. Chattahoochee County had the least number of voters with with about 15 percent. And one of the most uh, populous counties in the um, state of Georgia, Fulton County, was uh, early voted. The number percentage was about 36 percent. So Harold Michael Harvey is here again. I give it up to Harold Michael Harvey. Thank you again, sir. 
uh, for being on today. And, and I asked you to come by uh, to talk about your predictions. Um, first, let's start with Abrams and Kemp. What are your thoughts? Wow. You know, if you look at the polls, it doesn't look very, very well. Um, 51 percent to uh, 45 percent uh, poll rankings in the favor of uh, Kemp. Um, I, I, I tend to think that the polls may be skewered this time for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is the first um, um, this is the, the first poll post pandemic. I think the world changed um, um, after the COVID came around. And um, n- number number two, the the women factor, the the um, uh, the court's ruling in Roe v. Wade overturning um, Roe v. Wade. I I think um, that there's a there's a groundswell of uh, voters uh, out there that are women. Um, who will have to uh, on Tuesday at this point, because you look at the number of black people who voted, that's 600,000. Mm-hmm. And and already in the in the pre-vote, you got a 1.3 million people who, who are white. Um, she's trailing real bad. So there has to be a groundswell of women voters marching to the poll uh, this coming Tuesday in order to put her over. I, I believe uh, that that is what is going to happen. I think that she's really is going to pull this thing out. Um, and it is a good um, chance that, well, you asked me about Abram. So I think she can pull it out. And I think the reason that if, if she is able to pull it out, it will be because of, of the female vote that's probably underpolled uh, in, in polls. And then the other factor about poll, polling is, is that the uh, people on the right, the Republicans have uh, learned, they, they have, um, they have created more polls mm. and they go out and they poll their people. And then, then what, because they've learned the game, uh, you know, the seven thirty-eight or whatever name, five thirty-eight. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Five thirty-eight basically is an aggregate of all polls. So yeah. what the Republicans did is they figured out, um, well, let's put more polls in the pipeline. Mm. And then, so when the numbers come out in the aggregate, uh, will our people will poll higher. Okay. So I, I think uh, that that is what has happened in the poll landscape. And I think that um, um, uh, many people who, uh, the, you know, then the questions are asked, the economy. If you ask me what, what is the primary issue on the ballot, I would say, for me, reparations. That doesn't mean that I'm not concerned about crime. doesn't mean I'm not concerned about the economy. Um this doesn't mean I'm not concerned about um, women reproductive health, but it, that just means that's what's primary in my mind. That's not going to make the, the front of the chart. Let's talk about Walker and Warnock. Uh, it's a dead heat. Uh, but here again, um, I, I think the silent uh, vote that's not being um, um, polled accurately is the woman vote. And I think that there's just... Um, there's just a plethora of um, accusations, um, female-related, surrounding Herschel Walker, uh, that will uh, inspire um, women to go to the polls and vote against him. Okay. You know, um, unfortunately, elections are people mostly vote against somebody as opposed to voting for um, what a candidate is for. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I, I think um, I think women are just not going to tolerate that from a leader the type of behavior that um, Walker has been accused of, um, you know, the situation with the wife uh, pointing a gun at her head, and then uh, the women who have come out and said that uh, he has had pressured them into having abortions, uh, which, of course, he denied. And um, the women should be believed. OK, let's let's go to the House and Senate. Let's look at it um, nationally. Um, how do you think uh, it's going to pan out with the House and Senate? You know the poll says we'll, the polls says that that uh, the Republicans will uh, gain um, the House, and it's a good chance they may gain the Senate. I, I, but you know, probably Michael Moore and myself are probably the only two people in America who believe that um, there's actually going to be a blue wave as opposed to a red wave uh, in the midterm. So you know, I I think the Democrats are going to hold it. 
Okay. Well, let me um, let me do I, this. I think when you get to these critical yeah. states. Okay. When you get to these critical states like Pennsylvania and um, uh, Wisconsin, um, you know, the for them, it's a, the question is is really crystal clear. The question is about democracy. Okay. And you know, so uh, yes, I may like to pay a little less in gas, but by the way, gas has been going down. I mean, I think the last time I filled up, I paid three dollars and nineteen cents. You know, um, so the news media keep telling us that, you know, prices are skyrocketing, but gas has already fallen back down to where it was pre-pandemic almost. Because um, I think that's probably about what I was paying in 2019. OK, let, um, let me let me stop. Uh, you, let me let me stop you there for just a minute. And I want to recap. Um, so so just to kind of give you an idea. And, and I want Tanya B and Vibe to jump in for just a second. I'll give my thoughts. Uh, you're saying uh, based on uh, maybe the female vote not being, or I'm sorry, the polls, based on the polls not being as accurate as they should and not, uh, and maybe skewing a bit, uh, skewing off or in another direction. You think Abrams has a chance if people come out to vote uh, based on the turnout on, we're, we're, we're taping this on Sunday, the uh, voting is just a couple of days away on Tuesday. You're saying that Abrams has a shot. At, at, at winning against Kemp. That's one. Okay. Uh, two, you feel Warnock uh, will, will, will win over Walker. And a lot of it has to do with because of the allegations and, and the concerns that people have about his character. So you're saying Walker over, uh, over I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, War, Warnock over Walker. Um, of the House and Senate, you and Michael uh, Moore <laughs> believe that there's going to be a blue wave. And and the Democrats are going to take or uh, maintain the House and Senate for the most part. Am I correct in saying that? I, you know, any 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 thoughts from from the panel? Uh, Tanya B, you squirming over there. Give me your thoughts. <laughs> no, I would just say this. I cannot name a man alive. Not while I'm living, not even when I'm dead, that has the authority to tell me what my choice should be with my body. And I think if anything, that will be what will get these younger women out and to vote. Um, I, I think that, again, a lot of these polls are being probably done by the GOP and they are polling men that might have one, two or 12 teeth. So I think a lot of women, you know, are angry about this whole Herschel Walker thing. And it's just like allegation after allegation after allegation after allegation. They all can't be lying. That woman that went on World News tonight, I think maybe on Tuesday night, she had the receipts and she showed them. And she also had a receipt over the last few years when she had seen Herschel again. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's that. And, you know, just, you know, and, and then. Uh, you know, one thing I think, and I I, I kind of cringe at saying this, is that when it comes to Warnock and um, Walker, her shell or her shant, I should say, um, I think if there's going to be a runoff, that would be the place it would be. But again, you know, like I used to live in Pennsylvania, so I'm very well. Um, I'm keeping trying to keep myself abreast of the situation with, you know, Dr. Oz, you know, in Pennsylvania, they are not really feeling him. You know, they're doing, you know, that state went blue last time. Um, I think, you know, again, when it comes to the groundswell, like Dr. Uh, I'm, uh, Harold Michael Harvey said, I'll call you Dr. Harvey. It's OK. Um, <laughs> said, you know, about the whole female vote, the fact that Oprah has come out and said, um, she is not endorsing Dr. Oz, who she actually put on and gave him a career and a life to where he's even able to run today. You know, she has women who are very, very loyal. And I, I hope that her legion of fans in Pennsylvania and in other states, you know, will come out and support and, you know, follow her lead. Um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, there are states, I believe, like, is it Nevada? I think there's that. And then there's, uh, I think it's Val Demings in Florida. Mm -hmm. And there's also Marco somebody, Rubio. I think it's... Yeah. Yeah, that lady, I can't, I won't even talk. I just think she has a nice haircut and it stops right there. Yeah. I think she's in Arizona, you know, with her, you know, and that whole thing and the joke that she made about in very poor taste about uh, Speaker Pelosi's husband. So, and I hope, I really hope people will make educated decisions and not believe the hype. You know, we've got this new hate speech platform out here now, which I'll talk about later in the tea. Well, let me I ask really you, Tanya B, before, don't before, believe. so before we go on, you're saying that the House and the Senate, they're going to maintain, yes or no? 
Yes uh, or no? Yes or I think no? yes. Yes, no? yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. Because yes. I believe Pennsylvania is going to come through, and I believe even if there's a runoff, I believe that Warnock is going to be victorious. Okay, good deal. Vi, what are your thoughts? Well, I just can't understand how close this Herschel and Warnock thing is. It's just mind-boggling to me to listen to the lies that he told, his his reputation, his beliefs, and I'm going, how can we justify putting this guy in the Senate? But then I think about it, well, we did put uh, the orange man up there, so I, I just, it's just mind-boggling. Then exactly. I'm looking at the women, I'm going, <laughs> exactly. and I'm looking at the women, I'm going, these Republicans have taken y'all right, and y'all still vote for them. So I'm yeah. going, it's just mind-boggling. I'm going, wow, I just, I don't understand it. It just, right now, I don't put anything past us now. If, if, if the, way, the way it's going right now, I just, I don't put anything past it anymore. Okay. Well, right I mean, now, I just yeah. don't, I got you. I don't so, see no, uh, yeah. I just yeah. don't see, don't see anything out of it. So do you think they're going to maintain the House and Senate? Yes or no? Uh, yes, yes or no? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. Okay. Okay. Let, let me say, um, I think the Abrams camp race, um, Abrams, uh, this, she's far further behind than she was the first time she ran based on what we're seeing. And, and that's a concern for me. The other concern I have, and, and this is recent, if you live in the city of Atlanta, the Kwanzaa Hall uh, endorsement, I think was a sniper on the roof move for at the last minute. And um, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, as much as I like Stacey and I support her and she's got national support, she's got some issues in Georgia she needs to fix. So I'm going to say that Kemp's going to squeak this out because honestly, Kemp was in a situation where he really, it was his race to win. He didn't have the baggage that a Herschel Walker has and, and some of the other Republicans had because of the fact that he wasn't one who was on the uh, Trump bandwagon. As a matter of fact, Trump was against him. So I think what's ultimately going to happen is that's going to work in his favor and he's going to squeak it out. Um, Walker and Warnock is going to be a runoff uh, and it really is going to come down to how the turnout is in the runoff. That's just my opinion. House and Senate, it's unfortunate. I just don't think I don't see it. I, I, I hope you're right, uh, Mr. Harvey. I really do. HMH, I hope you're right. Michael Moore, I hope you're right. But my my concern is the Democratic messaging has fallen. I mean, that's it's not. And and you know, let me say this because I know you're um, you're you're big blue, uh, big time, Mr. Harvey. Uh, so I, I know you are. No, I'm not. I'm independent. No, but, but let me say. <laughs> but you support. I mean, and, and and rightly so, based on where we are at this mo- at this point in time. When we see and we look back and we look at the insurrection and everything that's occurred in this country, it's like, how can y'all fucking forget the fact that we had an insurrection? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's that's the mind-boggling thing to me. And what's unfortunate is that the messaging on the blue side hasn't been powerful enough to make people or get people to understand, do we really need to go down the crazy path? Do we really need to get back on the crazy bus with these people? Because that's the concern. And and I just don't think the messaging has been as powerful. The other thing, and, and this is mind boggling to me, the economy is a result of COVID. Understand, we've been in COVID. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the issue is COVID. But you never hear people say, hey, we're in the, the issue, we, we had to come out of a, a, a pandemic for two years. So but wait, I think the big, but, but, but now, let me say, let me finish, is, let me finish and I'll mm-hmm. throw it to you. The messaging has never really combated all this where you see the local candidates being connected to Biden. The messaging has not come down to the fact that the country was in a, a, a spiral downward. Even with Trump, the country was in a spiral downward. We were in a pandemic. This didn't, you know, it's like that song, We Didn't Start the Fire. You understand what I'm saying? It was bad with Trump. So my point is, it's like the messaging sometimes that comes from the Democratic Party in terms of how they position themselves and how they fight back is mind boggling to me. So candidly, I don't see how they can hold on to the House and Senate. It's a miracle if they do. But I think the thing that we need to be prepared for is how we're going to deal with these um 
<laughs> these next few years. That's the thing we need to start thinking about. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Go ahead, Vi. You had a comment. What I'm saying is, yeah, it's the pandemic, but why don't we uh tell it like it is? The only people who are really suffering is the middle class and poor people. The people who got money, the big businesses, the Walmarts, the Amazon, the oil companies, they have a record profits. Yeah. Yeah. So why if, if the if the economy is so bad and we pay so much, why are they having record profits? Hey, you know what, Vi? You should have been working with the messaging. Because <laughs> that's what I would that's my point. You should have been, that, let me give you a, an applause. Let me find the applause for you right now. Yes. Harold <laughs> Michael Harvey, just one last thought on, on the election, because I got to ask you one more thing before you head out. One more thing. Go ahead. One more thing. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing. And then because I got to ask you something and, and keep it one minute just to recap and, on, on, on what we just said. And, and I want to move well, on. Well, you you uh, know what I got to ask you about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, very quickly, uh, Tuesday is election day. We're taping on Sunday. So in two days, um, um, you know, people just got to go to the polls and vote. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know that it really takes very much messaging. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm strange. Maybe I'm odd. But it doesn't take messaging for me to understand right. that uh, if if you give the keys back over to the Republicans at this point in time, it's just bad news for the country, bad news for the economy, bad news for the middle class, bad news for um, poor people. But I, I am um, I'm disheartened by a stat you read that uh, of the um, nearly four million people who have uh, voted, uh, only six hundred and I believe forty one. Six fifty seven. Six hundred forty. I said. I said. I felt the same way about that. Yeah, out of out of um, the two point three million ballots accepted, and this is this was as of Friday at closing because uh, the the fr- Friday was the last day. Um, two point three million. One point three million were white. Six hundred fifty seven thousand were black. Now, now keep in mind that's still about thirty nine forty percent, which we had a record. These these are all. Keep in mind these are all early votes. This doesn't. In- these aren't the final votes are going to be uh, we're talking about Tuesday. OK, we're not done. These are er, this is early voting. So I, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. obviously the, the election day is Tuesday. But the, for the early vote to be on the six hundred and forty one thousand folks out of, um, of a, a couple of million, um, that's a poor performance. Yeah, it is. Um, well, and, it, and, it's these and are I the stats. Yeah, I understand. I'm not arguing with the stats. I'm just making a comment about the stats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and to have um, 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 you, you know, I, don't, I lost my thought. So yeah, we can, that's we okay. Can we'll come. On. We'll come back to it real quick. And and this is just one minute. Uh, we we don't we don't have a, a lot of time to spend on this. I just wanted to get your 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 thought. Um, you know, without going into detail, because honestly, it, it takes a it would take an entire show to talk about this. Uh, but one of the things I, I and you and I had a conversation, a spirited conversation off mic about this. But I do want to ask you and, and only want to ask you the fairness question, because you're a guy who who deals with the First Amendment. You're you're a publisher. You know, you're you're you know author. Is, is Kyrie being treated fairly in this situation? Do you think? Yes or no? Or or just give me your thoughts. One, one two minutes. Well, you know, basically, ownership says, you know, shut up and dribble and uh, do they have that right? Uh, he he basically uh, did what millions of Americans do daily, um, research information, see something that he likes, he thinks that that people in his community um, would enjoy um, viewing, and he posted it and passed it on. Um, that's that's a that's an expression. Now, um, without getting into whether that was a good expression or a bad expression, it was his right to do that, and basically management said. Shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and so he shut up. And I would presume after his suspension, uh, he'll start. He'll get back to dribbling, and probably, hopefully, he'll still be able to find his way to the basket. Well, hopefully not, because uh, I'm a Hawks fan. So you know, quite frankly, <laughs> I could care less about his well, performance on the court. So. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Harold Michael Harvey, man. You know, I got you. You know, hey, I'm a Hawks fan, y'all. I don't care. I like seeing I like seeing the Nets 14th in the you know, I'm I'm good with that. I, I like seeing the Hawks in the top five. So I'm good with that. I ain't a fan of the Nets. So either way, appreciate you. Thank you again. HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. 
uh, as always, we appreciate your insight, definitely. And people can reach you on the website if they go to haroldmichaelharvey.com. If they have any comments, questions, or anything like that, they can get all the books, everything about Harold Michael Harvey. Man, again, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And, and let's do this. Before we do tea, let's take a quick break, and we'll uh, come right back after this. Thank you so much, Harold Michael Harvey. Hey, it's Tommy B, host of This is the G Podcast. To keep our podcast real and unfiltered, we accept limited sponsorship dollars. Instead, we depend on you, our listeners. Now you can support us and look good buying our swag. Our merchandise store is open for fall 2022. You'll find coffee mugs, shirts, hoodies, and there's more to come. Look for the link in our podcast notes of each show or go to our page at castropolis.net forward slash this is the G podcast. That's C-A-S- T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net forward slash this is the G podcast. Be a G. Support the podcast, y'all. News, politics, pop culture, and that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. This is the G podcast. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Y'all know what time it is. Tanya B, what you got? Yeah. Okay, what I got. First of all, this is a lot of dumb donkeys, but I got to lead off and talk about this. Uh, we got to say prayers up to the singer, um, Albie Shore. He's been in a coma for the last two months. He's come out of the coma. Really, really bad diabetes. Cautionary tale if you have diabetes. Um, his organs were beginning to fail, and then he got sepsis. And, you know, sepsis can kill you because it's poison. So now he's in rehab. He's going to be there for a while because he's got to learn how to function again. Got to learn how to walk again. So prayers up to Albie Shore. Hopefully he'll get back to the secret garden sooner than later. Gotta tell you about uh, Denzel Washington's movie, The Equalizer 3. It's being filmed over in Italy. But the scandal at the film set was a major cocaine bust. There were caterers on the on the uh, set, and cl- clearly they weren't there to cater. They were there coking and cooking because uh, the head caterer had a heart attack and died when the authorities came to move the body, allegedly. Um, a bunch of packets of cocaine fell out of a variety of pockets on his person. Then there were two other caterers there. They start to run. The cops, you know, pulled a full scale raid, found 100, I said, 100 grams of cocaine. Um, on the movie set, of course, it was shut down. And I'm just saying, I don't think that they will work again. If Daddy Denzel has anything to do with it, don't tarnish his image. And who knows when we will see the Equalizer 3. But that was a scandal. Luckily, it wasn't over here again. It was over in Italy. Um, then we're going to go to Dumb Donkeys. Now, we don't talk about Kanye. I just hit a couple of quick points. Um, his attorney, he's been through like five different, maybe six attorneys at this point. And the attorney said, stop making these anti-Semitic comments. It could have some bearing on, you know, your child, the child custody portion of your divorce from Kim K, which is getting very nasty. Um, you know, his fans wanted him to be a billionaire again. So they went and started to go fund me. But after about 72 hours, all they had was five dollars so that's not happening <laughs> i know <laughs> okay and then um you know he was at madame tussauds wax museum and they re- removed the uh kanye west um figure i guess maybe it's now a, a big ball of wax but that's okay because that made room for the new wax figure of super duper fly missy elliott who's now in madame tussauds wax museum and lastly let me tell you this this whole thing with kanye and this anti-semitism this is not his first time at that rodeo because he has been sued and settled a lawsuit with a former employee who sued because he was making anti-Semitic remarks in the workplace and worshiping Adolf Hitler. So all this whole anti-Semitic situation with him is not the first time he's done this. And my other dumb donkey of the week is Diddy. Now, I guess he stopped beating women, going back to his first child's mama, uh, stopped beating women long enough to uh, put $185 million, $185 million into a weed business. Now, here's the thing. You know, he can keep the whole community of hip-hop high and drunk because he's got the weed and then he's still got the vodka. But, you know, I believe he's really striving to be relevant to the point of just getting thirsty and being messy. He had all this hoopla about this new record deal he had, put the record out, got to move on. His audience has clearly moved on because the record has been a, a bomb. And um, 
Lastly, I think, you know, made a less than smart decision, but it's now been revealed that $44 million was a price that Elon Musk paid for Twitter and 10 million of that came from a check that Puffy wrote. What he was thinking, I don't know, but I think it's going to actually backfire on him. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Okay. (laughs) What else you got? You got anything else? I just tell you, I, I I know that Marvel is is part of the whole Black Panther universe, and a lot of people are really getting amped up when the movie comes out uh, on Friday, which is the 11th. You have the uh, 9th and 10th where you can do the IMAX uh, in advance, which costs more money. But um, you know, I just say whenever there's something, you know, I know Wakanda, as you said, Tommy B is not real, but you know, it's something I think that we as people of color have claimed as part of our culture. And then you have the culture vultures. Why does McDonald's need to make uh, Wakanda Black Panther 2 Happy Meal not for adults but for children really okay and then Matt Cosmetics has jumped on the bandwagon and they have uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever makeup line and I don't think Angela Bassett needs any makeup from those people well you know like I said somebody sold the rights and it was Marvel exactly so, you yeah. know so there you go I mean Stan Lee owned it uh, as a matter of fact the rights and whoever owns the rights right now sold it to Burger King and to Mac so there McDonald's, you yeah. Mac, M&M, Mac Cosmetics and McDonald's. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate your time, you be. Hey, just one, one last yeah. thing. And, and, and I just mm-hmm. want to mention this before I do, uh, you know, what you got. Uh, we didn't have a chance to, to, to squeeze it in here, but I do want to go ahead and and, uh, and and just give condolences to Aaron Carter and, and the fam, because uh, with Aaron Carter, uh, a lot of folks may not e- even mention the name or, or know the name. I'm sorry. Um, if you're if you have kids who watched the Disney Channel in the mm-hmm. 90s, late 2000s, without a doubt, uh, they knew the name Aaron Carter, uh, did a lot of collaborations, you know, like with Shaq and and, and some other stars, but uh, lost a battle with opiates. You know, simple as that. Uh, found yeah. him in a bathtub, uh, you know, and and, uh, you know, if you're pre if you were a preteen teen in the 90s, dealt with Disney. Uh, knew Lindsay, the name Lindsay Lohan, Hillary Duff, and, and, and all those names. You definitely Lindsay um, McGuire, yeah, wasn't Lin, it? Liz, Lindsay McGuire. Yeah, um, Duff was, his, yeah. his older brother was part of the Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter, and mm-hmm. uh, he had a statement today. So rest in power. Not going to spend much more time. Just wanted to say that. And of course, the offset. Situ- I mean, not offset, but uh, takeoff. 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 Um, take-off. You know, we're still waiting to see. And, and I don't know if you have you heard anything in terms of any kind of memorial service that's coming up. For takeoff. Um, I heard that his body has been prepared for burial. I mean, I'm sure whatever it is, and you know, if it's in Atlanta, it's probably going to have to be at a mega church like a new birth or, uh, you know, uh, E. Dewey Smith's um, church. You know, it's just really a shame because I do find I find out he does leave a daughter behind. You know, he was kind of, an, you know, it's interesting. The person that started this whole thing is Quavo, who walked away unscathed. Yeah. And, you know, here is uh, takeoff, who I believe was his nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, who was dead, and then allegedly uh, Quavo's assistant was shot too. And you know, there's so many different things. I know this was this private bowling party. I'm hearing that something started earlier in the day when they were out there on a basketball court. You know, and there's still a whole lot going on. Yeah, and you know what? It's too the, early. The company that he was in. Yeah, yeah the company that he was definitely, in. Definitely, definitely, it's the company you keep. But I'm not going to jump in. Yeah. And, and there's going to be more, you know, uh, reliable information that's going to be coming Absolutely. out. We'll, we'll keep you Absolutely. posted on it. And uh, Tanya B. Appreciate you. And, and again, uh, you know, let's go ahead and do what's happening uh, on on the TV, what I'm watching. And, and I, y'all don't go anywhere because I got I got some questions I want to ask you about. Without a reasonable happening. doubt. Yep. What so, you got to say? Yeah, here we go. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, y'all, the last episode of ATL. Yes, it's the final episode of Atlanta. Uh, not the season finale, but the series finale is happening. So definitely check that out on FX and, and we'll be here to let you know how it went. Or you can tell us how it went, whatever you want to do. Also, uh, from Dicey's List, I don't know if you guys uh, heard us talk about Barbarian. It is crazy as hell. That's the kind of movie that's the black people screaming at the you know in the theater talking to the screen kind of movie but it is on hbo hbo max you can check it out also you know just when i'm trying to get rid of peacock they pull me back in uh on november 18th nope is coming out just i'm getting ready to cancel peacock here we go nope uh uh, of course jordan michael peele's uh uh movie is coming out also 
on November, I'm sorry, December 22nd. Another reason to keep Peacock Best Man, the final chapter. All the cast, including Michael D, uh, Malcolm D. Lee, will be involved in that. So all the cast, the original cast and director, he's the showrunner, Malcolm D. Lee, is coming back. Uh, also for the holidays, y'all, on Apple, uh, either you have Apple or not, or you can see this in the theater as well. Just like we need another holiday movie with Will Ferrell, Spirited is coming out, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, and Octavia Spencer. That's coming out on November 11th, y'all. So definitely check that out and and and, you know that's all i got for the week uh but one thing i I do want to talk about and and this is more so because i watch this every single week uh tiffany cross the cross connection uh is is one of my favorite uh culture I, i think it has done a lot for black culture and contributed to the culture it's one of uh my favorite weekend news shows to the point where i really don't even watch the other weekend news shows um, meet the press and all that. I just typically just tune, I was tuning in to Tiffany Cross and it's unfortunate that they've made a decision to release her. Uh, and, and the crazy thing is they're releasing her a few days before midterms, which I would have thought that they would have waited until after midterms and maybe made a decision. But I want to play the clip that a lot of people feel got her in hot water. Okay. So I want, you know, let's take a minute and want to play this clip and we'll come back on the other side. Here we go. We need the culture that comes out of Florida, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Arizona is far enough away. Let it go. Uh, Tiffany, what do you think? One's got to go. I say Florida literally looks like the dick of the country, so let's get rid of Florida. Um, Ron, are you saying castrate the dick of the country? Seriously, let's castrate Florida. Here's the problem. Ron DeStupid, Ron DeSantis, whatever you want to call Florida man, he is so problematic. The people there passed Amendment 4, which gave returning citizens, those formerly incarcerated, the right to vote. He instituted a poll tax. He has done everything he can to keep black and brown people from the ballot. Mm -hmm. He traffics in stupidity and ignorance, and I just think they are a problem for the rest of the country let's get them out of it yeah i mean you know what i think if anything yeah and you know with, without a doubt uh you know i'm, I'm gonna give her her applause for saying that as well but Vi, you heard the comment what do you what do you, what yeah. do you think i mean now let, let me let me frame it she made the comment not on she made the comment on Charlemagne's show uh okay hell of a week she didn't make it on her own show she didn't make it uh within uh, her, her, I, I guess her, and, her job as an anchor. She was a guest okay. on somebody else's show. Go ahead. Unless you're, you're, you're run by Republicans <laughs> or you support Republicans. Why are you firing her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why are you firing? Well, you, and, and, any, any thoughts on that, Tanya B? When, you know, you know, I, I reading about this and I, I don't watch the show, but I did recognize her face. And as I read more into it, the lamest of the lamest juice that was given for uh, the cancellation of her show was low ratings, which I think is no. a bunch of hot garbage. You know, she said it, it, it's really sad that when people say the things that so many people think, but are afraid to say for whatever reason or feel like they can't say for whatever reason, you know, she shook the table. Yeah, yeah. is what really happened. And I see nothing wrong with what she said, because I believe what she said was nothing but the facts. And so many people are afraid of the truth. It's like, oh, here comes this big mouth, you know, angry black woman and what they always call us, you know. But, you know, now if now she can't say that, but Orange Carrot can say grab him by the P and it's okay. Yeah. And he becomes president. So you know what? With that, I said, miss me with that BS and MSNBC. I'm not watching anymore. So get off my phone. Yeah, I think it was uh, based on what they were saying, not what I'm saying, but they were saying it was some it had something to do with their standards. Uh, you know, they felt but but also they didn't they did not renew the contract, her her agreement, uh, whatever she had going on. The other thing is, um, when you look at uh, MSNBC has been problematic when it comes down to black women. I go back or NBC and you could take a look at uh, women, period, not just black women. Let me go down the list. I'm going to go down the list of just black women. But I'm going to say you can say women, period. But I say black women because there are a whole lot of other women who like Megan, whatever her name was, that got paid big money and had bottom dwelling she didn't even ratings. have that. She didn't even have those ratings. She didn't but, have a pulse. But when mm-hmm. you look at, uh, you know, Melissa Harris, uh, Melissa Harris, uh, Perry, uh, Jamil Hill, uh, Soledad O'Brien, you know, Tamron Hall, Ann Curry, 
it, it just seems to be a list of black women journalists who, um, you know, here's the thing. I think there's a double standard when it comes down to, hey, go out, be edgy. And then when certain women do it and, and, and it's done in aggressive na- nature, especially on the mainstream networks, not necessarily on Fox, because you can look, Laura Ingram says some things or uh, was it Judge Piro, whatever. I don't even, I don't watch Fox, but I know there's a judge, the judge over there. They will say some things that will, you know, if you clutch pearls, you'll be clutching your pearls all day if you listen and watch some of the things that they say. So, so there seems to be a double standard when it comes down to, I, I, I just see it based on the list, black women, black women journalists, because, you know, I don't, I don't think I've seen a list of black men who have been suspended in this we have, way. Have you, Tanya B.? When it comes, and I'm only talking black because mm-hmm. when it comes down, you know, to white journalists uh, or you know, uh, well, they any, can say whatever. Well, you well, know, I don't, I don't, I don't think they can say whatever. I just think there's a, uh, there's a, there's a higher level of tolerance when it comes down. Now, you know, because I can, you can go back to Bill Maher. Bill Maher said something about 9/11. ABC kicked him out immediately because the country wasn't, you know, the climate of the country wasn't. They there. weren't ready. Yeah, they weren't ready for it. But you were about to say, go ahead. No, it's just, and then you look at, you know, they tried, it's so funny, they tried to shut up Al Sharpton, then when they figured, oh, we can make some money off of him, and we'll look like we are woke, let's bring back Al Sharpton. Did they not, I mean, look at Roland Martin, but, you know, with Roland Martin, he, he has a, but you know what, he's found a way, and he's got a groundswell audience and a groundswell of support, so it's like he doesn't, you know, it's almost like, I can still reach the people. Roland does not need them. Independent. Probably, they yeah. will probably never even admit it, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Reverend Al's politics nation is pretty sanitized compared to his, his radio show that he does. I mean, he's pretty much just reading a teleprompter. Uh, you know, the thing with, um, with the cross connection, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, she read the ter- she read the teleprompter up to a certain point, but it was opinion. You know, you and, I, and, and yeah. I think it's going to be interesting because now you've got Don Lemon, who's doing mornings on CNN, uh, and <laughs> and I, I watch part of the show. It's not impressive. I mean, I I mean, mm. I don't know. I think you know. I I, I don't know if are they are they <laughs> intentionally at this point trying to probably CNN because yeah, well, yeah, they have a lot of issues over there, and it starts at the top. So yeah. you know that that may well be the case. But yeah. you know, like you said, like you said, I hope. You know, somebody like Byron Allen will pick up these people, you know, because he has multiple platforms by which he can, you know, get the truth out there. So just like he went and paid three hundred million dollars for the Weather Channel, I'm I'm hoping that and they're probably going to try to stop him. But let's just call a thing a thing. But, you know, for him to get one of those type platforms. And then again, you know, for the most part with Grio, he has started his own. You know, it's going to take some time uh, for people, you know, to get, you know, to to wake up to that. But um. Go to Yvonne. I, I'm Yvonne. surprised Roland Martin needs to go over to the Grio. Hello, yeah. Byron Allen. Uh, go to Yvonne. But didn't Byron Allen sign somewhere with CBS, I think? No, he But they can start showing uh, the yeah. HBC football games on TV? I don't know. I mean, he may have. I mean, he's. Oh, he did. He did, do some, he, he did do something with that. Yeah. But, but the again. HBC team can be on yeah. TV now. Yeah. But you know what the thing well, is? I wonder if those TV stations that are going to carry those games are those TV stations that he bought and he's about to buy 10 more. Yeah, that would now that would be that would be interesting. Well, you know, he bought BNN, the Black News Network. Uh, and and they're still at this point uh, because I can see it on, on, on Pluto. Um, they haven't actually started uh, running the. I don't know if it's going to be 24 hour news or not, because I'm just seeing re- reruns, repeats. Uh, they may just be right now tooling up for first of the year launch or, or just a relaunch. Um, but but I would imagine, Tanya B, that at this point they would take someone like I don't know if I don't know if, if, if Roland Martin wants to jump back into that organized situation. But I would see maybe uh, Tiffany Cross getting getting into a situation like that, because, you know, also she she used to be uh, the. Um, uh, chief of chief news for BET at one point, but you know how that went <laughs> news on BET. <laughs> no, that one could be everybody dumb and ignorant and twerking. So BET news, forget it. Ask Ed Gordon. They, yeah. That is not a priority for BET. Not a priority. Look, black music ain't really even a priority for BET anymore. Let's call a thing a thing over here. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I mean, love your comments. Go to castropolis.net. 
Uh, again, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Uh, we'd love you to hit the people poll, leave your voicemail, leave your information. Uh, let us know what you think. I mean, it, it's, um, it was troubling to me because it was a couple of days before the midterms. And, and just to at least give her the weekend to go ahead and do the midterm situation would have been, um, you know, I think it would have been the fair thing to do for the audience. And let me say this about the ratings. Uh, she actually had the highest ratings, some of the higher ratings of all the weekend shows. So it wasn't a, re, a, a, a it wasn't as matter of fact, when you look at her ratings, you know, the demographic they look at uh, in terms of, quote unquote, like the money demographic yes. is twenty five fifty four. And she was doing well when it came down to adults twenty five fifty four. And she was also doing well with the black audience. And also, when you looked at the weekend, now we're, we're looking at apples to apples. We're looking at weekends. We're not comparing it for during the week listenership. She wasn't in trouble. The person I thought was probably in more trouble was Joy Reid. Her ratings have not been stellar, and she's in prime. So it was it surprised me because there wasn't this outcry about ratings, even though the ratings compare in no way compare to what's going on at Fox. Okay. Um, but MSNBC, MSNBC has ratings problems as the CNN compared to Fox as a whole. They, you know, they're, I mean, Fox is almost like lapping them when it comes down to ratings. So there you go. That's the state of the country. But again, Fox's audience is, is one foot in the grave. They about 70 plus, but I'll leave it at that. Okay. Hey, last minute, any, uh, any last minute, uh, thoughts, Tanya B stuff from the week. That that's on your mind. We got we got a little bit of time. Let's jump into you know any 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 last minute thing that pops up. You know, um, um, I just want to say five wanted to carry Washington. You know, she had this show, Reasonable Doubt, not to be confused with the Jay Z album on Hulu, and it's done so well. It's now being moved over to ABC TV primetime. Oh so no! Five on. You know, you know why? What? Well, I know, but I know they're oh, probably going to bury no. it, and it's not no, going to no, no. do well. It's not. It's burying. not. They're going to sanitize it. They can't show what they've been showing on Hulu. Come on, man. Well, I know, but here's the thing. ABC, and with the exception of, was it uh, was it Wednesday night with Abbott Elementary, ABC's getting the beef stew beat out of them. And they're also getting the beef stew beat out of them by Amazon Prime, who, by the way, has not stopped taking down that that film that uh, Kyrie Irving was talking about. Um, so do we boycott them? But um, Thursday Night Football is not the friend of ABC. Well, and Thursday you, Night Football is Amazon. It's, right. I'm saying, but so people are going to Prime and whatever ABC has on does not matter because nobody's watching it. So why would, right, they, why would they put, I'm, I'm telling you, let me, Vi, have you seen Reasonable Doubt? Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you love it the way you saw it though, yes. right? Yeah, yes. I do love it. Love it. Love it. Come love on it, love now. It. I'm just saying, if they put well, no. it, if they put it on broadcast <laughs> TV, they can't show all that on there. <laughs> no, no, they no, they can't. Wait, but I just want. Hey, wait, wait. wait a minute. Hang on. Hang okay. on. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Tanya B. All right. I just, on. I just want Carrie right, to get I'm her saying. check. No, I want Carrie to oh. get her check. That's all I'm saying. But I'm telling you, that's the that's the thing. It's like taking an R-rated movie and trying to put it on Monday night at the movies, you know, prime time, eight, nine o'clock on a Monday night. Tanya B, let me ask you. It's not the same. Let me ask you. Not a show your kid can watch. No, no. Let me let me let me mention this to both y'all. If if they had put power on from if they took power and and P Valley, oh no way. You know what I'm saying? That it would have been lost. There would have been no show. There would have been no plot. (laughs) There would thank you. That's what yeah. I wanted to say, but but reasonable so, doubt deserves. That's the thing. And you remember the show with uh, Brandy and the girls on it? Uh, uh, yeah, Star, Star. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Star. Oh, the one with um, the hip hop chicks, Mark, Queens, Mark, Queens, Queens. Queens. Yeah. Queens had been on a, in a situation on Hulu, on Hulu, where it can be raw, unfiltered, and real. Then it would have done better. There was so much that they couldn't show or couldn't do on that show. It was sanitized. It's like, you know, like kids, well, kids don't want to hear the, the clean hip hop. Clean but you know what? Yeah. Ha- having um, Queens on ABC is almost like, and I think it's one reason why I start with Queen Latifah and Brandy did not last on Fox. That should have been on, us, even if it were on Freeform. You know, just something that, you know, it's almost like they had, you know, the right street, but they had the wrong address. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think that's good. And I applaud uh, Kerry Washington for getting the show on the network, but not that show. <laughs> I know. Not I know. Well, can I we finish? Know. Can we at least finish season one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> can Come we get on, through the y'all. rest? <laughs> Come on now. All right. What else you got, Vi? You, you, did you have anything else? I'm going to go to Vi. Vi, you got any final thoughts? Anything final, man? That you, um, any final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any, anything, uh, anything from the week that, that we haven't had a chance to talk about you want to bring up? I, I don't think. Well, no, I don't. We talk about everything. We talk about we talk about the politics. We talk about Herschel Warnock. Let's um, talk about them dogs, bye. How <laughs> about them yeah, dogs? We ain't got a full yeah, show. <laughs> them <laughs> dogs for real, brother. <laughs> I would say this. Go ahead, I would say this. Yeah. America, wake up. The dogs are for real. Stop yes. belittling the dog. They are for real. I agree. You know what, Vi, I'm going to say this, and, mm-hmm. and this is for, because we, we go out internationally and we go out nationally, you know, and a lot of folks are hoping and wishing that Ohio State and Michigan, some of the northern schools come back and, and, and actually can win a national title. But, you know, okay. in, in the last, what is it, 10 years, in the last decade, mm-hmm. there's only been one team out that's not in the Southeast, and that's Ohio State. Every other team is in the South. It's in the Southeast. Right. Because, because defense still win championships. Yeah. Offense. Yeah, so true. Offense sale, but defense win. So true. Hey, just a couple of last-minute things I want to mention and just thank some folks. Uh, just got to say thanks to all the folks who have been out there really registering people to vote, participating in a lot of these voter rallies, uh, giving a lot of their volunteer time and hard work. Uh, Vince the Voice Bailey has been out there doing a bunch of stuff, filming all the organizations that he works with, the Get Out to Vote organizations. Also got to shout out Karen Renee, NAACP and her folks. Uh, they have been doing a ton of stuff out there, getting people out to vote. And I will say, I mean, I don't have any issue with the, the effort that has been put in to get people to the polls. They have done an outstanding job in Georgia. I can only see it based on my perspective in Georgia. And they have done an outstanding job based on the changes in the rules and the laws. They've been compliant, but they definitely have done a good. I'm telling you, let me let me let me say this. If you because I, I mean, if, if in my household, there's one person who maybe may have missed uh, one of the minor elections within the year. OK, if you missed an opportunity to vote, because I always vote. But if you miss one or two of these small elections, you got direct mail out the wazoo. It's like direct mail every day, weekly. And yeah, right. they stayed on you. They sent postcards. Uh, they were going door to door. Because here's the thing. If you don't vote, it's public record. People can go look up your name. They can't, you, they can't see who you vote for, but they can see whether or not you vote. And they know if you don't vote. So basically, they just went down the list of people who qualify, who may have voted Democrat in the past, look to see their voting record. And if you weren't at a certain level in terms of tier, in terms of your voting uh, habits, they went after you. And I'm not going to lie, that direct, it was like, I'm happy for two things that this election's over, that the, my, my mailbox won't be tilting over from direct mail pieces and all these ads can stop. Running, am, yeah, the ads, these ads. Oh my god, I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering how hard. If it goes to a runoff, I'm just wondering how harder can it get? How much harder can it get? So we'll see. All right, Vi, Vi, you ready? I am ready. All right, all right, y'all. Let's go ahead and do it. Waiting for perfect conditions will mean inactivity. This practical insight is especially applicable to our spiritual life. If we wait for the perfect time and place for personal Bible reading, we will never begin. If we wait for a perfect church, we will never join. If we wait for the perfect ministry, we will never serve. Take steps now to grow spiritually. Don't wait for conditions that may never exist. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4. If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. Because people, nothing is perfect. And like I said, tomorrow's not promised neither. So if you need something to be done, go ahead and take the initiative to make it happen. Because you never know it. It might not come up again. Amen. 
Amen. Amen, Vi. Thank you so much, man, for all. Hallelujah. Yes, Tanya B. Thank you. So- <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. No, he gone. <laughs> he just jumped out of here. Wow. All right, thank you so much for what you do, y'all. And again, uh, we we appreciate all you do. Go to castropolis.net. All the information you need is there. Uh, definitely go there. Get all our podcast information, yeah. y'all. And with that, y'all, episode 153 is in the can. Please go vote, y'all. If you have not had a chance to vote, you know, I don't, y'all are grown. All y'all are grown folks. So I'm just going to say, don't forget to vote and leave it at that. And with that, episode 153 is in the can. We are out of here. Peace, power to the people. And we love you. Keep it up. Go vote, vote, vote. Please vote. Please, please, please. Like James Brown vote. Dang. Yes, absolutely. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.